Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves. It's what our moms tell people when daylight savings time is in three weeks. I dropped the ball on that one. Uh, I being your host, Luke Miani. And I being your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. And we've already had one of those. And so that means there's one left at maximum, but there's no guarantees. Now, I'm actually... I'm having a good time here tonight, Noah, because since my video a little while ago, I've got a dual monitor setup going, and I have not run a dual monitor setup ever. Very nice. So you've got... I'm going to take a guess because I haven't seen it, but I'm assuming that your uh, cinema display is one of the monitors, and your iMac Pro is the other monitor? That would be correct. Indeed, indeed. Very you nice You get setup. five points. Thank you. You get five points. Yeah, we're introducing a point system <laughs> on dark mode now. So we will be awarding each other points. And that is all. Now, this monitor is excellent. It's very good for many reasons one of which being the video on it is quite people seem to enjoy it it's getting uh almost at two hundred thousand views that's pretty good very nice and i mean it's 18 years old it's 2560 by 1600 it's perfectly bright the the colors are great uh because i sit in front of my imac pro the the cinema display is off to the side a little bit, which means the the relatively low, certainly non-retina pixel density doesn't really pose that much of an issue, and it's big enough and large enough that I can very easily see everything on the screen. So I think it's fantastic, and you can get them for like $200, which is crazy. That's pretty impressive because that's like... It seems like a pretty nice monitor that you can get. Like, I get that it's old, and that's why it's, you know, less expensive, but that's uh, still pretty pretty nice. I'm trying to think if you can get any. Okay, I've debunked myself instantaneously. Yes, you can get a monitor for around $200, $300 that's 30 inches. Um, I don't know that they're necessarily the best no no that one's um okay you can get actually ultra wides but those being 30 inches i feel like is a little bit misleading because it's diagonal and they're so wide that the diagonal is really big but they're not that huge Mm -hmm. um so yeah you know what honestly this is this is pretty good because the the closest thing that i can find are a couple of lg there's a 31.5 inch 1920 by 1080 display with a 75 hertz refresh rate for 196. So that's almost the same. But folks, the Apple Cinema display, which is 18 years old, is higher resolution. How about that? That's pretty nuts. So yeah, if uh, if you have a Mac, you should. 
get one. They're good. It's honestly pretty impressive because if you think about like what technology that's 18 years old that you would still want to use today, I feel like there's very little of it. And then what there is of it is more of a novelty. Like there are still people who use iPods, right? But mm-hmm. like people use them because they're they're simpler and it's like a dedicated music player. It's not because they're like, you know, as good as, you know, a streaming service or just putting an app on your phone. It's because, you know, you want to use an iPod and like, you know, have that experience. But I feel like this, you're just using it like as a display. It's not just, you know, for nostalgia or anything, but it's still like a really good display. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's a great point. Because if you think back in terms of, anything technological in any way from 2004 i mean people pretty much don't don't drive cars from 2004 that much anymore i believe the average age for a car is like 11 years wait that was 2011 (laughs) that doesn't even seem that old but yeah i guess most people keep a car for around 11 years this is 18 years old. You don't see a ton of 2004 cars around, and those are arguably more useful insofar as they still, you know, go from one place to another, which is kind of the point of a car. But this is this is totally like I could totally main this. I had this thing hooked up to my 16-inch MacBook Pro, and I was vibing on it. You know, I closed the lid of the of the 16-inch MacBook Pro. I was like, I don't need you. I got the 30-inch. The two hundred dollar display with a four thousand dollar laptop plugged into it. Yeah, that's mm. uh, it's, it's a pretty pretty impressive uh, display there, ahead of its time. You know what else was ahead of its time? What's that? The other cheap old Apple product I've been using. It's not that old, and I want to get your thoughts on this, Noah, because I know that you and I share some some old memories about this. Look at this. And this is this was the launch color. This is the color that we wanted when this thing came out. The 12-inch yeah. Retina MacBook. Look at oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing... It, it It's a thing of beauty, even if it's a thing of terribleness as well. <laughs> it is both. It is both. And like honestly, I I would take this form factor over like a twelve point nine inch iPad Pro any day of the week. Any day of the week. If you like gave it if if they made an M1 12 inch MacBook with the magic keyboard instead of the butterfly, dude, that would be awesome. That would be, I feel like they wouldn't do it because of the iPad, but like if they did, that would be, because you get that full macOS desktop experience, but in that small, thin package, it's a, it's, if just looking at the computer, it looks really, it's so cute and it's like so good. As long as you don't turn it on, it's like so good. (laughs) Yeah. Or you don't touch the keyboard. It's It's so good. it It kind of looks like what netbooks wished they could have been mm-hmm. 10 years beforehand yeah but at the same time they kind of 
failed in the same way that the netbook failed. Because, I mean, I don't know. The 12-inch MacBook was sort of a blessing and a curse. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean it towards curse. In fact, this could be a good poll topic. Was the 12-inch Retina MacBook revolutionary, primarily, or was it crap, primarily? Because those are sort of its two things, right? I mean, it's the first fanless MacBook, but it was also kind of the first thermally annihilated, really crap overheating MacBook. It introduced the design aesthetic that Apple used up until October, but that also brought a bunch of thermal problems. The butterfly keyboard, it was sort of a harbinger of doom in that sense, right? Uh, it was the first with USB-C, another good point. Um, some, I would say USB-C has been a good thing, but maybe they went too far because it was only USB-C. And not even Thunderbolt, by the way. Did you know that, Noah? I remember that? Don't th- I maybe, but I don't I didn't remember that. So it's just USB C. Just a normal USB C port, which mm-hmm. is a real limitation when it's the only port. True. So let's go ahead and uh go ahead and whoop. I went to Apple.com because I was trying to autofill the thing. Let me pull up the old voting thingy boy go on over to app.darkmodepodcast.com where you will find the poll on the 12 inch macbook let me go ahead and pull that up here on the old streamer rooney i see the thing is, I'm really torn because I kind of want to say that it was crap, but I also really like it, and I've been using it a lot. Yeah, so we're already starting out with a 70% vote in favor of crap for the 12-inch MacBook, so that's not exactly encouraging, but it's early. There's still time, right? It can It can pull it back. Yeah, I think it's... <sighs> And see, so when I made the poll, I just went with, you know, the two extremes because I feel like a lot of people would be somewhere in the middle because it's like you were saying, there are some very good things about it and there are some really, really bad things about it. So it's kind of hard to, also for me, it's kind of hard to pick a side as well. It's getting, it's getting closer here. We're at 5545 in terms of crap to revolutionary and... I, oh, oh my gosh as we speak revolutionary is taking the lead 52 percent to 48 this yeah. this is really 54 to 46 revolutionary is coming from behind and taking the lead my goodness because i mean i think it would be it would be foolish to ignore the shortcomings of the 12 inch macbook i mean uh it, if you have the 2015 the original one then, to be quite honest, my condolences. Because if it's working right now, uh, make sure it's backed up. Because they have a nasty habit of breaking in every conceivable way. 
the USB-C controller fails. If that doesn't fail, then the SSD will fail. And if the SSD doesn't fail, then it's probably just making room for the CPU to fail. So pretty much all the things that make it work don't. Yeah, I heard that they yeah. are not the most reliable machines. Oh yeah, there I would even I would even put those up there possibly higher in terms of avoid them at all costs than the 2011 MacBooks with the graphics card failure. Oh yeah. And and Noah, you've had your fair share of experience with graphics card failure on the 2011s how many times did we go to the apple store for that i think it was like three times it was like at least two but i want to say it was three times that i took that 2011 macbook pro to the apple store for graphics failure yeah that was uh i i still think i still maintain that at least one of those times they did not actually replace the board I think they reflowed the GPU, put it back in, and said, all right, we'll see them in six months. <laughs> Honestly. Because yeah. it happened real fast. Yeah. And I want to address here, Alvin in the comments here saying, it's 15 years ahead, Luke. Admit it. Uh, I think it is ahead of its time, but that's not always a compliment. Ahead of its time can mean revolutionary but it can also mean they tried to do too much too soon and in that case i think this is the case they tried to make the keyboard thin ruined it they tried to go to USB-C, um which was definitely too early okay now but it fails all the time so not great and um i mean obviously there's the reliability issues the biggest one is the thermals because they were basically designing for apple silicon but they didn't have Apple Silicon, so they had to go to these pitiful 5-watt Intel CPUs, which are barely more powerful than Core 2 Duos. In the original one, if you if you pull up a 2009 Core 2 Duo MacBook Pro, it, it's a tight race. And they had the gall to ask $1,300 for that until yeah. 2019. <coughs> <coughs> Yeah, that's, <coughs> that's that's a bit that's rough. That's me scoffing. I do I do think that the uh that it was definitely ahead of its time, but I really think that it was uh just a couple years ahead of its time and if they tried to do it again with Apple Silicon, they definitely could. It's like you just look at the 13-inch MacBook yeah. Air that's out right now. If you imagine taking that computer <coughs> and just making it smaller, making it a 12-inch display, and, you know, same Magic Keyboard and, and, and same everything else, just a little bit smaller, uh, same M1. Like, it could totally do that. And it wouldn't have a lot of the problems that the the original 2015 model had. The only problem is um, I've become convinced that Apple isn't going to bring back the 12-inch MacBook. And I'll explain why, but I do also want to address that in our poll, which is now concluded, 55%, the majority, voted for revolutionary. And I think that's interesting because you can't deny that there's 
there's something about the 12-inch MacBook that even though we know it's bad, even though we know the butterfly keyboard is awful and the heat output is ridiculous, even though we know all of these things, you see a 12-inch MacBook and you're like, I want one. I want one of those. Remember when we watched the keynote after school in March of 2015? Remember that, Noah? Vaguely, yeah. I know we did. Really? I remember it extremely vividly, and I remember I I didn't I had never wanted a an Apple product more than I wanted the 12-inch MacBook at that moment. Yeah, that thing the, the the one thing that I remember vividly was in the the promo, like in the trailer that they did, there was like a shot of like the screen with like a bubble in the like yeah. going. Do you remember remember this? And I yeah. thought that that meant it was like a touch screen. I have no idea why I thought that, but that was that was the <laughs> one thing that I remember. I saw that bubble and I was like, whoa, I it's don't... a touch screen. I don't know why. That bubble just in your mind signified that it must it must be touch screen clearly i guess so but i that that i remember vividly um but i remember that thing was that was a pretty cool a pretty cool laptop when it came out yeah it's and i think you're right about it being a few years ahead of its time and if it were done today it would be a smash hit now the thing is i don't think apple's gonna do it again i don't think there's gonna be any other 12 inch macbook the big reason is well, the reason that defined the size of the, the, the actual 12-inch MacBook, and that's the keyboard. They were very clear about that in the keynote. The width is defined by the keyboard. So if you look at the footprint of this thing, the keyboard is all the way at the edge. There's no room to make it narrower. Mm-hmm. And that means that if you wanted to make any modifications it would have to be the same width but if you look at the bezels they're uh, they're they're kind of chunky now they're they're not thin and so you know in apple's typical form you either shrink the bezels or you enlarge the screen to fit the form factor you sure as heck are not going to be shrinking these bezels because then you're going to shrink the keyboard and they're not going to do that so the the alternative is you make the screen bigger at which point you're getting pretty close to 13 inches, at which point you might as well just have a 13-inch MacBook Air, give it the old slimming down treatment, cut off some bottom area, get rid of the taper, go with a thin border display and a notch on top, and what do you have now? You have the exact renders of what we are expecting the new MacBook Air to look like. So I think the new MacBook Air is going to essentially eliminate the need for another 12-inch MacBook because it's going to be like probably a little bigger, you know, because it's going to have a little bit of space for some speakers on the sides of the keyboard. So maybe half an inch to three-quarters of an inch wider, maybe a little taller, probably about the same thickness. It's going to be so close that there's no point having both. That's what I think. Yeah, I definitely agree because like the 12 inch and the 13 inch are already 
you know, it's a one inch difference. And that it does make a difference because you can say, you know, 14 inch MacBook Pro, 16 inch MacBook Pro, it's a two inch difference, you know, but it's still like a definite. An inch is a lot. Difference. It, it sure is. So I've been told. But yeah. uh, the the main thing is that, like you said, when you get to that point where you take the 12 inch uh, MacBook, which had, you know, the standard bezels for the time, and then you start making the screen a bit bigger. And then maybe it's a 12 and a half inch screen or maybe a little bit more. And then it's like yeah. really close to a 13 inch. And it's like, where is it going to, you know, why not just get the 13 inches? It's a little bit bigger, but it's, I, I don't mm-hmm. know if there's really a reason to have a whole nother product. Because the other thing that I'll say in addition to that is when the, the 12 inch MacBook came out, that was like kind of a separate, like that was the MacBook, right? It wasn't like a mm-hmm. MacBook Air or like a MacBook Pro, obviously not. But it wasn't like a MacBook Air or whatever. It was like a MacBook. It was kind of a separate thing. And like, I guess Apple could do that again. But like, you you can't imagine like a 12-inch MacBook Air and a 13-inch MacBook Air. That doesn't really seem right to me. Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons that the MacBook was killed was not necessarily because of its, you know, appalling reliability, terrible keyboard, and bad thermals. Although I suspect that played a part. One of the main reasons was because Apple's base model lineup was just all over the place. I mean, if you look at 2019, right before the 12-inch got discontinued, you had the MacBook Air at 1099, and that was 8 gigs, 128 gigs of storage, and then you had the MacBook Pro at twelve ninety nine, also eight gigs, also a hundred and twenty eight gigabytes of storage. But that one had quad core chips. The Air had dual core and a fan. And then you had the twelve inch MacBook, also twelve ninety nine, same as the MacBook Pro, but it had eight gigs and two hundred fifty six gigabytes of storage. But it had the old, very low power processor. So you had like three different MacBooks all with different Intel chips, all with the same design, all with the butterfly keyboard within $200 of each other. And it's just, that's just too confusing. So I think that the 12 inch MacBook, I firmly believe was intended to eventually replace the MacBook Air. I think that's what they wanted to do. Because remember, the, the MacBook was the first of like the new design which accompanied the butterfly keyboard 2016 that came to the pro it wasn't until 2018 when the macbook had already been out for three years that the macbook air got that design and i think they at some point realized they weren't going to be able to just like get get the the 12 inch macbook to be competent enough to replace the air because the air is this hugely popular mass market product they couldn't make the macbook cheap enough and also fast enough to take that place and so they eventually said all right there's no there's nowhere for this to go it's confusing and it's slow as heck just get rid of it yeah that makes a lot of sense because if you think about like when the macbook pro when the uh, when the macbook was introduced in 2015 it was almost like 
not not so much like a concept car, but more like a vision for the future kind of thing, because that was the first computer to get all of these changes, and then all the rest of the lineup sort of followed that eventually. And I feel like the MacBook, it makes sense. You know, they launched it as the MacBook because it certainly wasn't powerful enough to be a pro machine, but also it was probably not cheap enough and fast enough, like you said, to be an air machine. So it was sort of this like separate product, you know, sitting somewhere in the middle. Um, and it was just sort of maybe, maybe they're not so much the way of like testing the waters, but of just like introducing, you know, the, their next few years, their next, uh, you know, phase or, or whatever it is. And then, and then, yeah, yeah, like you said, you know, maybe it didn't, you know, they couldn't get it down to MacBook air quality and then it, you know, they got rid of it when they didn't need it anymore. Yeah. I think it just kind of had an identity crisis. Like it didn't really know what it wanted to be because before if you, if you go back to like 2010, the MacBook nameplate was the base model. The MacBook Air was like the MacBook, but it was more expensive because it used solid state storage and it was super thin. So that was an era where Air as a suffix meant premium ultralight. Mm-hmm. But between 2010 and 2015, the MacBook Air swapped roles and, and, and they basically made Air as a suffix into the entry level instead of the light and thin one. Because in 2016 and 2017, the MacBook Air was the thickest laptop Apple sold. It was a complete contradiction. Um. And so, and like even in 2018, when they redesigned it, it wasn't, it wasn't thinner, it was just a little bit less. So it was, it was sort of entry level rather than ultra light. That's a good point about them switching meanings because that definitely did happen. And I think it's also kind of funny because we like to talk about how Apple, uh, like their branding and their suffixes, like have so many meanings that they don't mean anything like you could look at the ipads yeah. now like whereas like the ipad air isn't the isn't the entry model right but in the max in the max the air is the entry in the entry level but in the ipads just the regular ipad you know which would be the macbook equivalent oh, that's the entry the entry right. level so kind of just kind of funny that they switched one over and, and not the other yeah, that, I guess the iPad Air is kind of the entry-level version of the iPad Pro. And it's yeah. it's similar. Like, if you look at iPad Air versus iPad Pro, it's kind of like when you look at the current MacBook Air versus MacBook Pro. Visually, extremely similar. Internally, pretty similar. Although, I guess, you know, M1 versus A14. But... Uh, yeah, no, it's just it's it's a it's just a mess. Apple doesn't know what they're doing, but as a vision for the future, it was. I mean, it did it it was a vision for the future. They kept that design until October, and all of the different like elements that came with it, and then slowly abandoned all of them. Uh, but one thing, you know, you can't deny. The the twelve inch MacBook, because it was so thin gave us the force touch trackpad that was a necessity to to hit this form factor 
And I think that's a very good legacy. The Force Touch trackpad is phenomenal. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's uh I definitely prefer it to the to the physical. Not that I've used the physical in a while, but I definitely like the gesture that it opens up. And I think it's impressive because like um I never liked the the fake home buttons, like the iPhone seven home button. I never not that yeah. I had a seven or an eight or whatever, but I never liked that home button. But the force touch track. I had a seven, I hated it. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, I had a seven, I hated the home button. It just it just felt like the whole phone the whole bottom of the phone was vibrating. It it, it was not good. I actually had the seven I like skipped the ten. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I did that. I should have just gotten the ten. I don't know why I sit sat there for that whole that whole year. I had the iPhone upgrade program. I could have gotten it. Yeah, I, I remember that because I, I got the ten and I kept telling you like, oh, you got to get it. The new gesture, like the the bar at the bottom and all those gestures are so cool. Whatever. And then I know you didn't yeah, get it. I was late. I got yeah. the ten S Max. I needed the big boy. You know, I had to wait for the big chungus to come along and sweep me off my feet because i always had the big phone and you know iphone 6 plus 6s plus 7 plus 10s max 12 pro max 13 pro max they're all about the same size really although they've now increased in thickness and weight which i'm not mad i'm not really mad about yeah, I don't know. This is like a whole other discussion, but like I did have yeah. the six plus and the six S plus, but uh, then I got you downgraded. The, I well, I don't know if I would call it downgrading. I call it yeah, down downsizing, perhaps. But uh, yeah, but I think that the the thirteen Pro and like you know the ten and and that size is uh, it's pretty good for me. In fact, speaking of iPhones, we are expecting a new iPhone SE potentially in as few as. Hang on. Calendar. It's like two weeks, right? Come to me. So, uh, uh, two, three weeks. No, two weeks. No, yes. Two and a half weeks. Two weeks and two days. Yeah. Two weeks and two days. (laughs) All in my head. I just I'm an encyclopedia of knowledge. Uh-huh. Um yeah, that's dude, that's nutty. That so that means a week from tomorrow we could get event invites. Hopefully, yeah. Oh man. That's sick. I'm I'm actually a little bit I'm actually a little bit nervous. I kind of entirely for selfish reasons mind you i kind of hope that it's actually a week later like we get the events on the 8th and it's whatever the 16th or 15th or whatever what yeah, 15th because i've got this really big project that i've been working on for uh a month now and I I've I've been I've got the first episode ready. I've been waiting on sponsors to get it pushed out. I'm hoping I'm hoping for Tuesday. I'm fingers crossed for for Tuesday. That'd be sick. I think you guys are really going to like it. And it's actually a two-part. 
I'm working on part two right now. That's my challenge this week is to button down the second part. And, uh, I really, it's, I wonder, I, cause I'm a, I'm a little afraid that if I post this week and I'm worried that part two will be too close to the Apple event and it'll like, you know, it'll, it'll like conflict of interest. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that timing getting messed up. I don't know. I am I am Should I give everyone should I give everyone here like a little a little sneak peek? Yeah. I think you you might have told me about this a little bit, but uh I definitely I definitely told you about it. Okay. But let me let me go ahead and I'm just going to unscrew my little camera mount here. And I'll give you a very shaky, awkward, blurry peek. And we'll just see if anyone is able to get like a little excited. See what what's cooking. What's what's in the pot here. You won't have to wait too long, hopefully. Here we go. Alright. Let's take a look. Oh yes. So this is, uh, I wasn't sure if this was the project that you were referring to, but I, uh, I think I do, I think I do know about this That's one. That's all you get. That's all you get. Interesting. Very interesting. Very intriguing. Very intriguing, right? What do we think about that? Got any guesses? What are we, what are we working on? Also, someone, someone said I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> I don't know what you call those, uh, but yeah, interesting, interesting, right? What do we think, boys? Statistically, boys. Yeah. Not meaning to be exclusive. I just know my audience. Yep. Isn't that interesting? I think it is. So but I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything, but I'll just say that's yeah. You know, that's part of uh, part of it. Oh, oh my! I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna That's say anything a, more. What a reveal! But we'll just say that was. Uh, that was just a little, a little peek. No, that's that's all I'll say. Noah, there's a thread coming out of my jacket. Oh no! You should return it. Oh wait! <laughs> return it where? It's an <laughs> empty building. Yep. Oh no. I am very interested here. I'm, a lot of people, a lot of people seem to be interested and confused. Um, here's here's one here. Ah, Luke is finally putting an M1 in a toaster. That's a good idea. What if there was a toaster that did the opposite of toast? It like, like cooled. Like, like a, a freezer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like little, like something that quickly froze bread. Like a flash freezer. It's not very useful, admittedly. But it would yeah. be if you wanted to put a computer in it. Someone should work on that. I mm. think there's a market for that. YouTubers, they'd love it. Yeah. 
but yeah, it's quite an interesting little pile I've got over there. I'm really, I'm really gunning for trying to get this gosh dang video out soon. I'd love for you guys to feast your eyeballs on it, and you'd be, you'd be glued to the screen. You'd love it. Ugh, I really want to get this video posted. I need a sponsor for part two. See, that's the thing. It's on on YouTube. When you do a big project, the AdSense revenue on it, on it is like pretty good. Sometimes, depending on how many views it gets, sometimes it'll do better than the sponsor for it. But that's because it's very hard to predict how many views it will get and so sponsors generally won't pay more than they would be comfortable with your average view count so um if 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 your average view count is low which it is because it's february in a tech drought then people don't want to take the risk so it's kind of annoying but i i need a sponsor for a video like this and so people in chat saying that I should post it tomorrow. I'd love to. Um, if I post a sponsored video ahead of time, I get sued. So I'm not going to do that. That is understandable. Yeah, I think I hope that that can be understood. Uh, I don't want a lawsuit. That's one thing about me is I don't like being sued. It's a character trait. That's uh, that's very uh, very distinct, very defining. Yeah, it's it's very unique. Not a lot of other people are like that. No, I know you love getting sued. You do it a lot. I you can catch me at the courthouse any day of the week. <laughs> You're always there. You're defending yourself. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. No lawyers. No lawyers. Of course not. It's it's about the thrill. Oh yeah, I've no one I've, knows all the judges. I've lost I've lost quite a bit of money, but uh but uh it's it's you know, it's entertainment. You know, you pay to go see a movie, right? You lose exactly. a lawsuit and, and and pay the the other party. Same thing. Exactly. And you never settle ever. Oh no, no. Always With, paying full damages. Yeah, I go I go all in. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, they're like, oh, we don't want to go to court. We don't want to go to court. $100,000. Noah's like, I don't care. I'll see you in there. This is entertainment. I'm going to be in the courtroom. And be like, oh, yeah, I got to I got to try and fit you in. I got a I got a morning and I got an I got an evening. I can fit you in in the afternoon. Oh, you double dipping now? You got to got to fit him. I've pissed off a lot of people. I got to. That's in. true. It's a tight schedule. It's so yeah. hard. I mean, Noah is is a social pariah at this point. You're like Martin Shkreli. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous that I'm gonna run out of people to sue me. Like, like, like the saturation of people that have sued you per capita. Yeah, like there won't be anyone left to 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 open, you know, to file a suit, you know. Is that why you moved? Because it opens up a new jurisdiction for you to be held liable in? <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. <laughs> I knew it. 
I knew you were lying when you said you moved for your job. That's what I mean. The end. I was in D.C. for like eight months and uh, ran out of people. You ran through D.C. right quick. Wow. Eight months. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, I'm impressed. I mean, it took you a while to get through Pennsylvania. I was there. I was there. Well, you know, I didn't have my first my first uh, case until I was uh, my first lawsuit until I was about uh, about twelve years old. That was the first one. Oh wow! What was that one for? Uh, I I can't even remember. It took me uh, it took me it took me a long time to 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 win a case. You know, twelve year old defending yourself. <laughs> no not, lawyers. Not not yeah. gonna go too In well. In a federal district court, yeah, no, yeah, that's that rough. I dug myself a pretty deep hole, but uh, yeah, I yeah. I mean I remember some of your early defamation suits. They just did not, you know, you didn't hit your stride yet. You didn't quite know what you were doing. You kept saying stuff like that other guy is so stinky over there, and and <laughs> the judge was not pleased about that because it was the bailiff. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was I missed I missed a lot of school for that, which uh, might have oh yeah helped me defend myself a little bit better, but uh, nope, that's true. You missed uh, courtroom class. Yeah, of course. It was I learned so much there that you it would have been really helpful in all of those copyright infringement cases where you blatantly ripped off multiple apps and then um, sold the data to advertisers and you did this like really crappy thing i remember where you like used algorithms to track people's activities on the app and build profiles about their likes and interests and their social network and then use that to sell targeted advertisements um to them that was this really terrible thing that you did i stand by that it's a it's a smart idea make a lot Mm -hmm. of money and remember that thing you did where you developed an algorithm that was intended to create a feedback loop that drives people to radicalization? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh, that was honestly a, a little bit too easy. I was uh, oh really? By that. Huh. And it was so crazy how you had that that whistleblower where someone was like, "Oh my god." Noah willfully knew he was causing damage to the public and just kept doing it anyway because he needed to uh, attend more lawsuit hearings. Do you know? Do you know who that person? You know who that whistleblower was? No, it was me. I wanted <laughs> you to create blew your own whistle. I wanted to create more opportunities <laughs> to be seen. Wow, I that's a plot twist. That is a. That is like a, one of the all-time biggest reveals. You blew your own whistle because you wanted more courtroom time. That's right. Wow. That's right. I never knew that. That's crazy. Yeah, good times. <laughs> good times at the old courtroom. Yep. It's been so frequent that uh, your Apple Maps says driving to work when you go to the <laughs> local courthouse. Oh yeah, I don't even need it anymore. I just uh, I I know the way. I could I could do it with my eyes closed, and I have. So you hit ETA only on the Apple Maps. 
Oh yeah, yeah, because I know I know where I'm going, and I can do it with my eyes closed, and I have done it with my eyes closed because then reckless endangerment. Right? That's another lawsuit. Exactly. See, you get it. That's brilliant. Yeah. Why has no one thought of this before? You're a genius. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and and on the way, you try to like squeak in a few hit and runs and and whatnot. Oh yeah, it's uh, you know, it's getting uh, bored. Yeah, they uh, they they see it's it's getting harder though because you know they see the car and and they uh, they know they got to duck and cover. So it becomes more and more battered with each coming trip to the courtroom yeah yeah it's uh yeah uh speaking of trips to the courtroom apple is going to be making a trip to the courtroom of public opinion when it launches new products at an event that we could see in just two weeks and two days how'd you like that segue huh that yeah you brought it you brought it right back i didn't know that was even possible i did I did. I'm like a boomerang, all right? You throw me in one direction, boom, courtroom, Noah likes lawsuits. I can circle that right around, bam, we're back talking about an Apple event. That's just one of those things that, you know, they, that's one of the things they taught you in courtroom class, but you weren't there because mm. you were getting sued for libel. That's right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, but I, I'm very impressed. I will give you that one. I'll yeah, give I you, mean, uh, give give you topic, five points for that it. one. Oh, yes. First points. Oh, this is huge. Oh, man. I'm going to cherish those points forever. And in fact, you know what? I feel like I should probably give you a point for uh, setting me up for that with a a fantastic reveal about your self-blown whistle. (laughs) So I have six points now, right? And you have five, I think. So I'm winning. I just wanted to make that clear. Yes, and at 10 points... Uh, you can redeem them. Mm. I think I know what you can redeem them for, but let's, uh, you know, we'll save that until someone gets 10 points. Ah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, we both know what it is. Right. But we'll, we'll definitely, we'll save it because we're not there yet. And that, I don't know these, this, this point system, you got to keep your eye out. I don't know. Are these, being freely given we've we've both got we're both halfway there at this point i don't know maybe maybe this is an easy goal to accomplish or maybe 10 points is incredibly difficult we definitely know but you don't so you'll have to come back and watch another episode to find out absolutely and what the other thing that we don't know is what's going to happen at this apple event that's coming up Ah, i was already planning on saying uh (laughs) I, I was going to say, you're going to have to watch another episode and find out. You know what else you're going to watch is another <laughs> Apple keynote in two weeks. But you stole that one from me. Oh, uh, well. Damn. I had to do it. You had to do it. You know what else had to do is Tim Cook had to do some intro. Uh, he had to say good morning for uh-huh. another Apple event. Let's go. I still got it. What are we expecting, Noah? You want to run us through the list. What do we want? Okay, so we actually we're actually talking about the event now and not just like clever puns that there will be an event. We're actually talking about it. For we are now. we are waging into uncharted waters here. Um if you'd like to dip your toe in 
and just give us a little taste that I, I think that could be good. I would like to. So I think I think the 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 things that we're, we're so we're definitely expecting the iPhone SE, right? The new iPhone SE. I don't think we're expecting a new design. I think we're expecting it to look pretty similar to the one existing today with some some you know internal upgrades. So annoyed about that. Yep. And I think we're also definitely expecting a new iPad Air that should bring like center stage and some internal upgrades just to like bring it up to speed with the iPad Pro and the the iPad Mini. So those are the things I think those are the two that we're definitely expecting. And then there were some rumors about maybe like a Mac Mini with uh, M1 Pro and M1 Max, we might see that as well. I think that's a decent likelihood because, I mean, okay, here's the thing. I'm going to be Tim Cook for a minute, okay? I'm going to be old Tim. Okay. Now, first of all, I'd really like a smoothie right now because if Uh I'm Tim Cook, (laughs) I would really want a smoothie right now. But... I suppose that's not, you know, strictly relevant. Although if I'm, you know, trying to be a successful C- CEO and I don't have a smoothie, I mean, how is that even possible? But um, one thing that I'm keeping in mind, I'm still Tim Cook, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's actually just, it's still me, but just, I know, I know I'm, it's really convincing, but it's me, Luke, pretending to be Tim Cook. Mr. Right. Cook, what are you talking about? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> See, you, you. That's it's still me here, okay? Yeah, no, it's you. It's, yeah, it's, it's Tim Cook. It's me. No, 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 no. <laughs> you got confused again. It's me, Luke. But just like imagine that I was Tim Cook. All right. I don't have to. <sighs> okay, that's fine. All right. Good morning. <laughs> I'm Tim Cook. <laughs> and. I sure want a smoothie. (laughs) Okay. All right. Now, if I'm Tim Cook and I'm working on an Apple event and I'm cooking up a little little video here, right? I'm cooking it up. I'm editing it in iMovie, which I'm Uh sure they do. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm dragging in 44th Street long. I'm really polishing (laughs) it up, right? And let's like, okay, here's the thing. We know M2 eventually is going to happen right but i being tim cook once i've had my smoothie i i realize with the clarity and focus and precision that this smoothie affords me i realize wait a minute i can't i can't launch the m2 macbooks when i'm not done with m1 i've still got some stuff on the shelf i've still got a whole bucket of flour to make this M1 bread, right? I don't want to bring in the new flour because <laughs> uh-huh. that's how it works. I don't I don't want to bring in the new flour, me, Tim Cook, because I'm not done with the old flour. All of which is to say the M1 Pro, there's more to do, right? We, we still need a Mac Mini. There's an Intel one right now. Nobody wants that. It's stinky. We still have. <laughs> that's <laughs> what ridiculous. Tim Cook would say. <laughs> He's, that's what he would say. He was like, get this thing out of here. It smells so bad. Yeah. It's lit- It's vile. It's like the, the, the interns, they give them to the interns because it's so stinky and they don't want to see them anymore. <laughs> so we got to get rid of that. We still have a 27-inch iMac around. 
If you thought the M1, if you thought the Mac Mini was stinky, wait till you smell the iMac. It's so <laughs> bad. <laughs> okay, all right, but it's 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 terrible. They can't they can't come out with an M2 MacBook Pro while these absolute stinkers are still stinking up the Apple Store with with all of this Intel stuff going on. You know, the electricity bill is through the roof. Uh-huh. They're like, we got to get rid of these things. It's it's costing a fortune. So the the M1 Mac Mini, that's got to happen. The M1, or M1 Pro. And then the M1 Pro iMac Pro. Oh, God. Oh, God, that's the worst thing I've ever <laughs> said. I don't think I've ever said something worse than that. The M1 Pro iMac Pro? <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, what's the auditory equivalent of stinky? That noise you just made. That uh, retching noise. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, that is it's it's very uh, Please don't call it that. M1 Pro iMac Pro? Like something about MacBook M1 Pro MacBook Pro is pretty bad, make no mistake. But I feel like it's the two syllables. Although iMac is also two syllables. There's something about it. It just doesn't work. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I do Unrelated theory, note. Though. I just thought of a theory. You ready for this? So the, the, the yeah. iMac the iMac Pro is going to have the M1 Pro in it. So it's just the iMac Pro, right? And then they're going to have the gotcha. iMac Max, and that's going to have oh, the no. M1 Max in it. And that's going to be the 30-something Oh, inch. no. The iMac Max rolls off the tongue. Oh, no. Honestly, that might not be as terrible. I feel like M1 Pro iMac Pro is just so bad what if they what if they call it i'm one act pro and then i'm one act max because then the m1 is in there it's like a mm. little it's like buried in there it's like the arrow in the fedex logo you know where it's like oh it's super sneaky and clever so and you have sneaky. to like really you have oh, to yeah. look real close to figure it out and you're like oh man i didn't notice that the first time i saw it but now that i saw it i can't unsee it it'd be like that yeah, what you just said is is just as subtle as the arrow in the FedEx logo. Exactly. It's on the same level of of marketing cunningness. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see it. Oh, I got an email. Oh, it's spam. Wait, <laughs> I got another email. Alert, alert. I have received two emails. This one is excellent, I must say. Uh, it's from an, a simply unpronounceable word. Just, it can't be done in any language. Uh-huh. The subject line is as follows. Can I give you a free MacBook Pro charger? I'm intrigued. Say more. Uh-huh. Body. Can I give you a free MacBook Pro charger? 
And that's it. I'm drawn in. It's a free MacBook Pro charger. Like, we don't even... MagSafe 1, MagSafe 2, USB-C. We don't know. Is this someone who just has an extra one? Or is it a brand? True. It, it, there's no capitalization or punctuation of any mm. sort. So, it's... It, and it's stated as a question here. There's no question mark. Hmm. This is uh, the mystery, the intrigue. This is this is like an Agatha Christie novel, except without a murder. Yet, yeah, yeah, we don't know why. Like, where did where did this person get the charger from? Was it from what if that it's they a murdered? the charger could be a murder weapon itself? Like, it could be used like a garrote, you know? True. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's free. Oh, no, I've been pranked. I got another email, a third email, and it says the subject line is now you have three emails. <laughs> was it, no. it was from a different person, I'm hoping. Yes, this one was from Aiden, who is currently watching the podcast and absolutely owned me by increasing my emails by 50%. I've You're run out to... of Google storage space. Mm, yep. I actually just upgraded that. Like I, I survived for 10 years on the 15 gigabytes. And then they finally got me when I could no longer be bothered to go back through and delete old documents to scavenge for 400 megabytes here and there. They yeah, finally I'm... got me. I'm running up on my limit, and I had to do that recently. But do you know how much storage space I have from Google? Is it like a thousand million? Well, no, that's com. that's that's separate. But but for my personal account, which is normal, my personal account has seventeen oh. gigabytes of storage from Google. How? The reason is because back like five or eight years ago or something they had this i think it was like a security thing where they were like if you did something certain like something special to your account they would give you extra free storage and this was like at least five years ago maybe even like 10 years ago but but they they still honor it to this day so i have 17 gigabytes of google storage on my personal account that's so what a weird amount of storage to give someone too. Like why I feel like why not go to twenty? Are they really they're really gonna pinch their pennies that much? Seventeen? I don't know. It was an 18? extra two it was an extra two gigabytes of storage and I I don't remember how I got it, but I know I did something a very long time ago and uh you don't give them credit, they're still honoring it to this day. No, I got a fourth email. It says, hey, stupid head, here's a fourth email. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm just getting to... owned. My email, I, it's, it's full. It says email deleted. It says you're done. You're toast. You need to oh, man abandon beans. that account. That account's compromised. You have to start over. That's this account. Yeah, no, it's, you got to start done. over. I'm done. I'm finished. Oh, man. It's been a good run. It really has been a good run. 
You know what else has been a good run, Noah? What's that? Do you want to guess? What do you think has been a good run, Noah? Oh boy, I think I have a, I think I have an idea here. You have I'll, an idea? Uh, yeah, I do. I think. No. I th- <laughs> a fifth email. No. I'm. You guys, I'm already ruined. There's nothing left for me to do here, except there is one thing left for me to do. Oh, really? Do you want to know what it is? I do. Do you want to know what it is? What is it? It's to thank our Super Chats this evening. Thank you so much, Miss Jill. I've learned a lot on your channel, so I wanted to send a little love. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. We've also got our resident sugar daddy, Cole Weathers, who's late. Um, So thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) And then we've also got another Super Chat here. So, also, again, thank you for that. Oh, hang on a second. I've gotten another email. Oh, no. The subject line. It's it doesn't. It's not calling me a stupid head, so this is already an improvement. Okay. You want to know what the subject line is? Go for it. It's, a, it's, it's Tim Cook, important information. Tim is, has sent us important information. Oh, good, good God, I'm haunted for the rest of my days. What? Oh, no, it's like a face morph between me and Tim Cook. And it's this, this sort of hideous gargoyle creation. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no, and my inbox is being absolutely flooded. Ah, I'm, I'm, I'm underwater Hey, Noah. Yeah? Do you know what else is underwater? What? Do you know what else is underwater? Oh, Do you want to guess? I think, is it, is it, is it this, this episode of the, of the podcast? Yes, it is. This episode is underwater of time <laughs> that is allocated to it. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Exactly. And so the the end. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on this episode of Dark Mode. I have have been your host, Tim Cook, Luke Miani, sorry. <laughs> and I have been your host, Noah Rubin. We will see you next week for perhaps a slightly less insane episode but you can never be too sure and i don't know but maybe more regardless have a good night